year. I listen to the black guy who tips podcast because Rod and Carrot are hot. <laughs> Hove. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Wednesday, ready to do some podcasting. We got a very special first time guest on the show. Yes! Uh, but I feel like, you know, on the internet, you see people, uh, you feel like you get to, to know them through their work. Mm-hmm. And then in real life, when I was up in New York, I saw this brother perform twice. Yes! Uh, once, uh, at Drunk Black History uh and it was i was actually one of the people that was presenting okay. so it wasn't like i didn't get the full experience i was behind okay. the stage cracking oh, up i did i, see, I, I yeah. got to do it virtually yeah so you got to see the yes. full it's, he is absolutely hilarious because that was the first time i had been introduced to you sweetie mm-hmm. and so okay. i was really excited and us in the chat room because i know that you you were live you can see us we were rolling i was like who is this dude where did he come from and we had a hey. ball and then when we got to see you again we saw him again yes. stick a pole in it uh i didn't even know who the comedians oh, were okay. yeah i just we just went to the show i thought it's like a cool show mm-hmm. and just serendipity boom Simeon goodson is performing and so I, then i did get the full experience i was like yes this is what's up yes. and uh you know we I, uh it was that weird thing where like after the show you know comedians are like milling around mm-hmm. you said i'm sitting at the bar and you know i'm i'm like do i tell this do i disturb this person do i but you know i like spoke i was like hey what's up man you know you you were so funny up there man great good shit and um shout out to brandon collins mutual friend he hit me up he's like yo man you you should get simeon on the show i was like oh absolutely so ladies and gentlemen simeon goodson what's going on bro I'm chilling, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is dope. Yeah, man. Appreciate you uh, coming here, man. How long you been doing stand-up, man? Uh, 2004, mm. I started doing open mics and stuff. So all that fun stuff. This about to be your 20th anniversary in a bit, then. Yeah, getting into it. What, what, what's changed? I'm taking it seriously. What, what's changed in the 20 years, man? Like, I feel like a lot of stuff had to have changed in the game mm-hmm. over 20 years. I mean, everything changed. Like, nothing is the same as it was back then. I mean, we, I mean, we, we, we just, the internet was brand new. Mm-hmm. So, like, back when I started, it was like, like, there wasn't really like a Facebook. Right. Like, we had MySpace and stuff, but my, like, well, we had social media, but we didn't have algorithms yet. Like, right. social media was like, a legit social connection. Like you really had to know people (laughs) to get them to follow you. Like there was nothing to incentivize a stranger to take a look at what you're doing. So we was just kind of like screaming into the void that, you know, at one point we had geo city pages. You had a MySpace page. You had a, you know, there was a, a comedy soapbox. That was a thing where they would just have, like, dates online, and you would just go there and, you know, make your little account, go in the chat room. And so, wow. I mean, compared, like, the Internet has just grown tremendously from that point. Like, right. it's, it's grown to the point where now we're just, like, scrambling to think of free, you know, to create free content right. for our Instagram. You know, it's just, like, trying to do anything on camera just to stay relevant to the algorithm. So, 
yeah I, I, I watch uh you have a lot of like uh the crowd work clips and stuff on on the uh, ig and they're always so right. fucking funny to me um and it but it's also like that's a change in the game like that's that's a relatively new New thing thing. to Mm -hmm. like have to to try to go viral and compete to get your name out there you almost like have to do it um did you have any resist do you ever have like resistance to the new shit where you're like oh man i gotta do this now or or do you like jump in two feet like let's go well i mean the thing is i'll I'll say the thing is we were always doing crowd work Mm mm-hmm but no one ever thought to record your crowd work. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you always wanted to record your well-practiced, well-worked, right. you know, rehearse the things you've been running on stage. You know what I mean? Your mm-hmm. tight, tight 10 mm-hmm. is what you wanted to record. But you got to think, we wasn't recording on phones and stuff back then. So it's right. like you had to either have a camera or you had to hire a dude with a camera. Yep. So getting your footage back, like back then they used to, they used to be like, we'll book you on the show and we'll pay you with a tape of your set. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when it was, that was your payment. Like you just get a copy <laughs> of your set. And you know, so it was just like, it was, it was different. So I think it's just, it's just gotten to the point now where it's kind of, it's cool to do crowd work because it's cool to just, you know, yeah. maintain that relevancy without burning through your actual material. Right. But it's, I mean, it can be difficult because there's definitely times where you're up there and you're just like, I don't want to talk to these people. <laughs> do you ever get up? You, yeah, you ever? Yeah, you ever like, I want, like, let me just do my job. You know, right. Prepared minutes. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That is true. Jokes. You go like these jokes. That is true. It's extra work. I never even thought about that, but yeah, it's it's literally extra work every night. And I think I wonder if the internet is setting up audiences now to like expect like he gonna he better do some crowd work too to to uh, go sure. with this. I mean, the crowds definitely have an expectation of it, but they're weird about it because they want you to do it. But they don't really want you to do it to them, yeah. right? <laughs> you know right. What I mean? But you're part it's of the like, crowd. You're like, where you work? And they're like, oh, I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd is like, nah, you got to say it. <laughs> that is true that is true we sat uh we went to see earthquake mm-hmm. and they sat okay. you know it's a comedy club so we got there early because we were with my parents and my parents yeah. are old, old black people old so black they, people they was like right. we gonna get there early yeah so they showed up early and of course you know it's like first come first serve so they immediately sit us in the front fucking row like my right. my fucking foot was on the stage <laughs> you know what i mean like that's how close we were right. and the whole time i was thinking like don't do me bro just don't like do just do your set you know what i'm saying i'm a i'm right. a i'm a i'm a generous laugher i'm gonna I'm a give you some eye right. contact but just don't don't do me you know and he didn't you know shout right. out to earthquake but that is a real thing now because it's not just that you might get done at the show but like it's material that if it's good, it might be on you might it you might, might be on viral, Instagram later, right? And you was right. like, I didn't plan on being right. viral, <laughs> and you know it was you, even if they don't show your face, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you know, your yeah. people know, you know what I mean? And the people in the crowd know it was you, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, and then like I feel like we had Jail Covan on comedian yesterday, and he, mm-hmm. we were talking to him, and I was like, you know, it used to be like the late night set was the 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 thing you know like yeah. work on your, your material get you a tight however many minutes try to right. get on late night and all that but right. now it feels kind of like in a way it's been democratized through the internet where you can like kind of do it for yourself a little bit you know like the people you can kind of go directly to the people with the material right um but it's weird because then it makes it where like 
the gatekeeper milestones aren't in the game anymore where you could be like boom i accomplished this thing so now i know that i'm i'm you know now i know i'm getting somewhere um how do you measure like success at this point is it like the virality of your videos is it getting booked certain places like how how do you you know how do you measure like the, the the progression i mean like at this point I mean, yeah, it's like where, who's booking you? I mean, really, it's just about like ticket sales at this point. Mm. Like that's really the metric. Like how many tickets, how many people can you get in the room? Right. You know what I mean? And it's, it's like how many people can you get in the room and with how little notice? You know what I mean? Mm. Like Dave Chappelle could be like, yo, I'm outside in two hours. Right. And sell out that room. You know what I mean? Like mm. where it's not, he doesn't even think about it. Like there's no flyers. There's no, there's no posts. Right. You know what I mean? He yeah. like calls a club. He's like, yo, I'm coming tonight. And that club, <laughs> make, you know what I mean? They get the word out. And they do what they got to do. Yeah. And that shit is full. Yeah. So it's like, you know, at this point in my career, you know, I, I still need a couple months. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, fill up, to fill up a room. You know what I mean? Right. I got to hit the streets and, yeah, and put my posts up and shit like that. Yes. But then you have people like, you have, you know, people like, I don't know, like, um, like Mark Norman, I guess. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where he could just kind of maybe post something. You know, he'll post something. It'll sell out in a week, even though it's you know the event is in a month or so. Right. You know, like Sam Morrill kind of has that draw. Chris DiStefano, um, Alisa Deke. You know what I mean? These right. guys have that kind of pull. Where like it's like a guaranteed sellout. It's just a matter of when mm-hmm. the show's going to sell out. Whereas I'm in a place where I'm just like, all right, we got this guy. It looks full. Let's crowd everybody together. <laughs> You know, get that get that tape looking right. Everybody move to the so, front. Yes, move no, to the right. front. Y'all can sit beside each other and be friends. Right. We don't want no empty right. chairs. The screen the screenshot gotta look but just you know. right. Do do and now I feel like you also have to almost do your own press run, you know, like Yeah, you got I mean, at this point you gotta do your own everything. It's interesting because yes. you gotta like essentially what they're looking for is for you to build the following before they wanna give you anything. Right. As far as like corporations, you know what yeah. I mean? Because they don't want they're not really in the business of gambling on art anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're just like if you could sell, we'll give you some more if you can make some money, we'll give you some more money type. Right, but so it's like in order to com- to compete with that, like you really have to behave how they behave as far as marketing teams yes. and programs. And even just little things like posting regularly. You right. know what I mean? Like it's like Martin used to come on Thursdays at eight. You know what yep. I mean? It was like you know that and that kind of builds it. So it's like you kind of have to like post. Like I got to post. I post at like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. So like when you wake up, the jokes is there. You know what I mean? Right. Like when you're on the toilet in the morning. That <laughs> kind of builds that. I'm dead ass. No, it's true. I'm <laughs> clapping because it's true. Like yeah. You gotta think like that because I used to be like, I right, I'm gonna drop a clip at 7 p.m. EST. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do a, a promo for it and surely everybody will tune in at 7 p.m. But it's like, people not on that time no more. People on their own time, they're doing their own thing. So you kind of just have to be there yep. when they're ready to check you out. You know nah, that's, I mean? that's, that's real talk. Yeah, and that's very difficult and, uh, to, to like adjust because like you were saying, it's amazing how it's changed and years ago because me and Roger love comedy and so we've kind of seen comedy and comedians evolved. And years ago, when you were a comedian, you was like, nigga, I'm about these jokes. 
but now yeah. i gotta be about the jokes and the marketing and presenting myself mm-hmm. and my own social media manager and you have other people they have teams that actually do this and they expect right. you to be able to do all the same thing before they even invest into you yeah yeah, yeah. I, and i think like with us with our podcast we have a built-in audience mm-hmm and there's been venues that have been like offering us like oh you you should come do a show here you come do a show here and it's like a comedy venue and it's like oh it's just because we got an audience like it's not necessarily like you don't really give a fuck i'm not saying you you should but yeah like you don't know what you just like (laughs) oh i heard they had this many people show up at this other place so why don't you come do the same thing here for us um and then the other thing too i think has been interesting is like comedians are like this one area where i guess you could say a lot of societies like this but the wages have stagnated you know like Mm -hmm. they want to pay you in like you know tokens you know a drink ticket a meal yeah so like like simeon said here's a tape of you right like no real money you giving me a tape of my work that's not that's (laughs) not really you didn't pay me really you know what i mean so i like i feel like the economy of of being a comedian is tough too Mm -hmm. especially in new york man with the price of living out there man like how like is it hard to just like stay booked and busy or do you just like had a it's like a shark you just can't never stop swimming well i mean it's it's definitely i mean it's a combination of the two it's one of those things where it's like if you see success then success will see you kind of Mm. thing you know what i mean like if people see you getting booked they'll book you okay which is you know it's just one of those things like what are you gonna do you know what i mean right. so it's like it's a blessing but it's just like you know where was you when i was <laughs> like i've been funny son but, yeah you know it is what it is i'm not you know i'm certainly not mad at nobody it's just right. you know but i think i would argue that i mean it is more difficult because we do have more hats that mm. we're supposed to wear but i do think it's made us more aware of the actual economics of comedy mm. uh because before, you know, it was like you get booked. They say, I'll give you, you know, $1,000. You stay here, you know, stay in this room, do these jokes for a couple of days, boom, boom, bam, bam. And you're like, that's great because I've been used to getting $20. Right. And some tickets like that. But then when you start, you know, you start, you start your event bright and your Patreons mm-hmm. and, you know, monetizing your yeah. individual you actions. You start seeing the like, real dollars. You'd be like, oh, right. y'all giving like, me a fraction. A thousand out of. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's another thing about doing it for yourself. Like a lot of one thirty for that. A lot of the tools, a lot of the tools to be able to do shit for yourself now has been, um, like it's it's been given to a point where you can kind of do it individually and it doesn't cost as much. Like, cause that's the other thing. Back in the day, you used to have to pay people to do all the shit. So it's like. I need somebody. Right, I need somebody promote me. I gotta pay them for that kind of going on twitter and facebook or whatever and doing it yourself it don't cost you nothing Mm-mm. so like Never on the time. one hand you kind of saving money and you have a little bit more control uh even if it is more work for you you know and then those some of the skills you get can never be taken away so like nope. after you learn to edit a video clip that's something you have forever mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you can take that wherever you go so it is stuff like that but i, I always i'm old enough as a gen x person that i still have a little bit of resistance to the new shit so like now it's the with podcasting this you take a clip normally it's like a clip of motherfuckers arguing about some bullshit mm-hmm. it'd it be like it'd be like one minute somebody insult right. somebody and then you put that shit on twitter like come check out my podcast and everybody go on twitter and right. fight about it 
and like i'm resistant to that kind of shit because i'm just like i don't i don't want to do that you know but i mean arguably because like that's kind of what just like the media's been doing to artists for years yes. you know what i mean because i like at least it's us that get to pick the clip right you would just do an interview they would chop it up and drop it and you're right. crazy you can't do nothing is that, that is true I mean? now at least you know you, you dropped it <laughs> right. you, control. you know what's going out there right but you be you be on oprah i think this is I was, I was gonna say you be on oprah the and, and they they just take like a minute they take like 30 seconds from you answering a question like they'd be like so is it okay to hit a woman you'd be like is it okay to hit a woman that'd be the shit on the news <laughs> that night like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you said it's okay to hit women <laughs> like yeah that's uh, you right that you is know, least hashtag we can, and everything don't know what happened right. yeah at least we pick our own shit now that's a good point hell yeah to hitting women yes <laughs> <laughs> you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> tonight at eight be everybody talking right. about you <laughs> nah that right. that's cool though but um there's also there's also the issue that like everything is like much cheaper to do now like even yes. if you wanted to do stuff yourself back in the like like back in the day when i first started we used to burn up dvds yeah so we had to like even if we had even like because i could edit on my computer but first of all the computers wasn't running like they are today so that was like Ooh. a two-day that rendering <laughs> right. i was like you know you press start and you leave the house <laughs> you gonna do other right. shit come back right. and steal you you're like shit i got Go eight more hours <laughs> right you know you're not finishing that today you, that's you true check on it periodically but that's not gonna be done no time soon so it was like that and then even if you did even if you edited the video like you still had to buy the, the spool of dvd yeah still had to print the dvd thing you still if, if you didn't have the machine you had to bring it to somebody to print them up for you so it's just mm-hmm. like now you can literally sit there like you don't even have to put on clothes and like yeah bang down you edited the video you released it you dropped the trailer yep. you know what i mean so, so it does, true. i think i mean it allows for a good I think I, I'm biased because I kind of enjoy like editing and the yeah. behind the scenes process and stuff like that. So for me, it's enjoyable to just kind of dig in there and like see, you know, right. what's going on. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I can see like I, I do. There is probably a good portion of hilarious people that we're losing out on <laughs> because <laughs> they don't have the savvy to right. you know, do all right. the other stuff. Like whereas. 20 years ago they could just write jokes and mm-hmm. that is enough mm-hmm. like today they you know they just don't have the 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 concurrent skills you know the the, right. the complementary skills that goes with stand-up comedy as a profession right in 2023 yeah and, and also i think that once you do all those things and wear all those multiple hats you know your worth mm-hmm. and so right. sometimes whenever you start talking to people with money you can make demands because you you've learned it you know the language you you right. know when you're being cheated right right you know versus like you said before you didn't know that that little bit of money they gave you was a drop <clears throat> in the bucket compared to right. hey if i do this myself then you be like you start falling on you be like y'all really actually cheat me and also mm. i think for people that do rooms and things like that a lot of them complain but it's like hey dog y'all giving me 
wings and you think this is something when i see what you're really making on the other end yeah the the people right. that buy tickets ain't paying you in wings they paying you in cash you yes know what i, I mean? am because so like, i go to comedy shows i pay yeah. cash homie but the other thing too is uh you start realizing how long that's shit that's takes. A new show. i'm producing a show everybody <laughs> gotta bring a pack of wings yeah <laughs> <laughs> the wings show it's, a, it's not a bringer it's a winger okay we just bring, bring, bring some wings up in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> hey you, you why you bullshit like, that should be that should be packed that shit will be <laughs> sold out <laughs> that shit will be sold out somebody gonna find a fucking sale and freeze them bitches they gonna be like i'm going to see earthquake in september Ooh, they got a sale on some wings <laughs> bitch let's buy them all pull out the damn deep freeze oh, on their ass yes they uh, will but also when you do shit for yourself you start learning how long it takes to do it so then you know right. you know when you ask somebody you be like oh wait it's gonna be how long now come on bro come on right <laughs> i can do this by myself by the end of the week i gotta wait how long for you nah it, that can't be right you know so that is some knowledge that you get from the inside man now uh i was reading on your bio you was born and raised in new york yeah from brooklyn okay shout out to yeah, brooklyn yeah born and raised went to school here all that so you know then uh lived in abu dhabi for a couple years what was that like kind of and then back in brooklyn what 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 was that like what was abu dhabi abu dhabi like what was that like oh abu dhabi was dope i love that country (laughs) it's the uae that's the country but yeah i was just going to like dubai and abu dhabi we i mean traveling the whole country it's like a whole middle eastern circuit you could do out there wow it was like super fun it was just living abroad and just is the artist yourself are the standards the same with like censorship and jokes and stuff or do you have to like kind of watch it because you know like the rules are a little different well when i first went i went in 2015 so mm-hmm. back then like as you as time progresses the country gets more liberal okay so, like back when i went then it was like they had laws but they weren't super strict Mm -hmm. but they would be strict sometimes so like every now and then you would have a show and it would be cid which was like the police the information department Mm -hmm. they would be in the crowd just making sure there's really only two rules that you can't make fun of the country Mm -hmm. the government and you can't make fun of um islam Mm -hmm. so those are really the only two rules so if you didn't do those things but those things are also up for interpretation. You know what mm. I mean? So it's like if you're making fun of the roads, is that making fun of the government? You know what I mean? So right. it's like they would have somebody sitting there listening to the jokes and making that determination. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I mean, for the most part, it was fine. It was always people who are like from there trying to bend the rules. You know what okay. I mean? Because we, we was, <laughs> we, we had, we was immigrants. So we, right. was, you know, we right. wasn't trying to get kicked out. We, right. We was, on the line with it but they the people who was from there they would go up there and be like yo islam's fake and you like oh bro chill they out there going fight the power fight the man and you like no no no, i don't agree with that wolf right there do they have can you independent thinker can you drink over there like they got alcohol and stuff over there you can drink but they make it they make it difficult okay so like you could drink in like a bar mm. and they have liquor stores but the liquor stores close at like 8 p.m damn they need a license to go in them damn wow. okay they don't play so at least right. you wasn't getting paid in drink tickets though you know at least they had to give you nah, some, money. some money out there. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, 
that's yeah. really good um man so you did comedy over there and then you say you went to china yeah i was in china for three years from 2018 to 2021 wow now were you doing comedy in china too or or like i was but i wasn't supposed to oh okay <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say China feel a little less, a little less. China was much free. more strict. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like China, the, the the UAE, like technically, I wasn't supposed to be working because I was there on a spouse visa, right? Because my ex wife was working there at the time, so I wasn't supposed to be working. But when they caught me working, they didn't really have a problem. You okay. know what I mean? They yeah. were like, get some money. You know, you're not doing no. I wasn't like selling illegal shit, and right. you know, I was doing shows. And you had to get licensed to do the show. So every show I did, the government knew I was doing. Okay. In China, I was also there on a spouse visa, but they was like, you can't do shit. They was like, you shouldn't have no money. Damn. <laughs> like, no right. They was like, you can't work. You can't go to school. You can't do nothing. Like, you were here as a spouse, and that's how you exist. You wow. Spouse shit. Like, you could eat. You could, you could drink. <laughs> and, and, and be with your spouse. That's it. <laughs> You hilarious. You hilarious. You got <laughs> the right to remain silent, boy. You funny though. You funny. You close with, bro. That was fire. I agree. I agree. I know China different though, because like I remember uh Ty Lawson, this uh NBA player, uh went to Chapel Hill. He went over there and played basketball overseas after he kind of washed out of the NBA, he had some uh alcohol problems and shit. And so he went live on like their social media, wherever it's called. Mm-hmm. We and we, yeah, and he said he said something about how uh people need to stop sleeping on these Chinese women. They got ass over here, bro. Right. They shipped this man out of the country. They was like, get the fuck out of China, bro. You you can't even say. And, and I know he was confused as shit because he was like, it's a compliment. They was like, it don't matter. <laughs> no, that's what the issue was in China because that's not a compliment to them. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't be like, yo, y'all got bad big butt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not no, that's not no fly shit to them. You know what I mean? That's, a, that's probably like the equivalent of like, speak so well. Yeah. Us, you know what I mean? like, yeah. like, what? Were you like, what? They got what that the dude out of the country in like 48 hours. He was like, I yeah, can't, he like, done. he was confused. I remember that. He was good. Yeah. But he was also, it was, it was the fact that he said the Chinese girls got big butts. Mm-hmm. He was also filming people. In the strip club. Yeah. That, right. Oh, no. So it's like, it's a whole bunch of, like, he was doing a whole bunch of shit wrong at yeah. once. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. Uh, stuff he was that. Being black. Right. He had a camera out. He was. Stuff that as an NBA player in America as a black man, that's a Tuesday. That's like in America, that's just a, like, yeah, man, we went to the strip club on Tuesday and it was women in there and we filmed ourselves. We put it on IG. 
that right but you Get in another country right <laughs> yeah they got different rules nah, they don't play that at all baby man so what happens when they tell you come with them after the show do they like like are you does it like you gotta go to jail is it like you gotta just go back no home? i wasn't in hey, jail please. it was a police headquarters but okay. it was just like it wasn't like a jail like we weren't in cages and no shit but right. we just in separate rooms there's three of us on the show so they separated us and then they just start asking us about the show right and they start busting out all the shit because you know everything's national there so we on the wechat where all the flyers are they showing us all the flyers we've been posting like oh, since i moved shit. to china like they got everything <laughs> they showing they showing me these flyers and they're like so you because the, the point of contention wasn't that i was doing comedy the right. point of contention was that i was making money right mm. It's not illegal to do comedy. It was illegal for me to make money. Right. And the other guys, they were on teacher visas, so they weren't really in trouble at all. Mm. So the issue was, did I do something wrong? Because it was my face on the flyer. Like, technically, it was my show. Like, they were working for me in theory. So it was just like, it was like, so what's going on? So why are you doing all this comedy? And I was like, because I love comedy. That's it. You you ain't make no money doing all these shows. Nope. <laughs> right. Y'all ain't got no proof. Mm-mm. Yeah, I like that they put I y'all. I paid the same thing I get paid in America. Chicken wings. <laughs> right. I was like, they gave me drink tickets. They gave yes. me right. wings. I like you know, that. I like that they like, had the I same like, approach that they have WeChat on. The- also, you also pay for shit on WeChat. So mm. it's like they would have like money coming into me or going from me to people. Oh. So they'd be like, what's this? What's this? And I'd be like, oh, they paid for the train ticket in the hotel, but they didn't give me no money. That was just to pay for the hotel, oh. you know, shit like that. But they going through, like, every show I had ever done. Damn. Like, so what's this? So what's this? So what's this? So at the end of all that, this is, like, eight hours of interrogation. And mind you, the show ended at, like, 11 p.m. So yeah. it's, like, morning. But we just in there getting interrogated about a fucking comedy show. And mm. then, so <laughs> at the end of the interrogation, they... They leave, they talk to each other, they come back with this stack of papers, all in Chinese, and it's essentially just the entire eight-hour interrogation written out. Wow. <laughs> Before they can let us leave, they got they go through each page of the interrogation, and they're like, you said this, to which I said this, and then you said this. Do you agree? You're like, yeah. And they're like, all right, sign here, and then they can make you do an ink. Damn. And then put your, <laughs> yeah, put a thumbprint on it. They can't be coming and fucking around. Yeah, in in America. And and this is is written in Chinese? Right. Everything is in Chinese. So translations could have been anything. Right. You got to take his word for it. Spy on America. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yup. It's like, whatever I got to do to get home. Um, (laughs) Right. That's crazy because they like. The United States of America? Absolutely. (laughs) Man, fuck them. Uh, It's it's wild too because like it's. It's like they went first 48 on y'all, separating y'all, you right. know, making sure everybody matched up with the stories and stuff. I mean, did, right. did, did the other two dudes stick to the we not getting paid story? Like, what would have happened if one of them, like, slipped up? I, I mean, we don't know. Everybody, everybody oh, okay. there. But we was like, I mean, you know, we, like, we knew what we was doing. You know what I mean? Like, we was doing comedy, so we knew what the stakes was. You know what I mean? Right. Like, really, that's the only stake. Unless we was up there on some, like, fuck China, this place sucks. Okay. Type of shit. Or, like, you know, Taiwan is its own country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that, they don't like then that. Then we would have, you know, <laughs> then we would have been, 
we would have been, you know, probably in some shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, what happened to Sim? I heard he went moved to China. Yeah, I never heard from him after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. This is how I picture the invest. This is how I picture the interrogation going right here. Now you see something. Now you see now. You done fucked up, you know that thing. <laughs> I see what I'm saying. No, I I thought that's no, so, no, saying that you done I, fucked up now. I had did the show <laughs> in Shanghai, but then I had got back on the train to, to, to so wait. You, I said Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> you said so you said you got on stage at eight fifteen. <laughs> wait. <laughs> no, I had I had got the drink ticket at eight fifteen, and then I got the drink. Now see, now the see, now you see, you back. see, you you know no. you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked. Up. <laughs> Go ahead, get this ink on your thumb. You know you done fucked up. Yeah, man, I would have been scared of shit, man. I, I got your fingerprints on shit. Yeah, I, that was yeah. not the now the other two people that was on the show. They American too, or were they like? Yeah okay no, so. we both americans look at crazy we all black three black okay black. see that's well, that's what i was thinking because the way y'all hive mind like did y'all had y'all already discussed like if this shit ever happened this is what we're gonna say or y'all just instinctively knew like yo i mean yeah because we knew i mean we knew what it was like you can't like i said you're not getting in trouble just for doing just for telling jokes in a bar you get right. in trouble for like I'm going to say this about china like they can get a little racist mm-hmm. but they not ever going to be so racist that they fucking up the money you know what okay I mean? yeah like a chinese like a chinese person's never so hateful towards black people they won't sell you some shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole hair industry that this this right. says yes to that right. they don't well, that, hate no black person that much yeah that is that is a uh, distinctly like you can't eat here boy you know what I yeah mean? Like, you'll never get that that's a distinctly <laughs> american type of racism where they fuck up their bag yeah being racist yeah, but yeah right. they they will not fuck up their bag that they, they will even let us create our own bag like i have uh when you order chinese food that's the only place where you can go i want number two uh when you go fried rice can i have two dollar shrimp one dollar shrimp three dollar shrimp i ain't never heard that nowhere else but there right you know true. what i'm saying so it's right. one of them things where they were right. like we want your extra money yeah you know what's right. even what's so even think, wilder like about said, that the only is that i bring that up is i think this was more of an economic issue right. than any kind of like right. race or you know what i mean i don't i just don't want to frame it that way where they were right. detaining us because we were black or they were detaining us because they, right. it was about money they was like is you making money right if you're making money we got to know about that yeah, exactly. you know what i mean like it was, they was doing that type of time like right you getting money we should be getting money. right you got to run us our money are you getting money like i'm not getting no money yeah <laughs> did um would you ever go back to 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 do comedy in either uh abu dhabi or uh or china again well i do i do the dubai comedy festival they have one just about annually so i've done that okay i did that this past may and i did last year also so i I, I like it i love that country like that country kind of just that country kind of showed me what it was to be like an independently working comedian because they don't have Mm. the corporate infrastructure out there where it's like, you know, one day I'll get a TV deal or one day I'll get a movie deal. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you do a comedy out there, you really, like, booking shows and making calls and selling tickets and cutting up your ads. And, you know, right. all the shit that we were talking about earlier as far as, like, what we're doing on the Internet, they've had to do that since the inception of their comedy scene, which, granted, is younger than ours. You know right. what I mean? So, like, when I got there, the comedy scene was maybe 10, 15 years old. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas America, we got roots back to the 50s 60s you know you go back to the 30s and there's 
elements of stand up in some of those performances. So we have like that big broad history that results in, you know, larger corporations and bigger right. bags and stuff like that. But over there, you know, you like over there it's like, you know, you get like ten dollars, ten dollars a person. If I get right. ten people in here, I got a hundred dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Just the and they, <clears throat> from everything I see online, like they got money over there. So you know, it seems right. like it's a lot. It's a lot of change, you know, going <laughs> going around. You know what I'm saying? All the Instagram models I follow get flued out over there. <laughs> I mean, they got money. They got money to play with. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like nobody's flying a comedian out, right? Yeah, <laughs> to tell jokes unless it's like Kevin Hart or some shit. You know right. what I mean? Or you know, you you fly him out, but. Right. I mean, I go out there, I do the festival and stuff, but it's just like, I mean, they still, that's what you see on the internet, but they still have like a whole economy of people who are like builders, right? plumbers and construction workers. Well, somebody got to make them big ass buildings, dog. I be seeing them motherfucking <laughs> shit they design. They be designing shit that look like motherfucking G.I. Joe and Cobra bases. <laughs> like, yeah, we got an underwater hotel. You know what I'm saying? Right. We got, we got, we created Atlantis. You be like, huh? Yeah, we got a resort right. in the clouds and shit like they they got money over there <laughs> yeah, dog like do. it seemed like it would just be nice to hang out <laughs> they got a good brunch yeah i know that yeah hell yeah okay. dog listen if i was an ig model i'd go over there and piss on somebody for the money it's it seemed worth it they got a quality of living over there that's, that's better than ours um the, how long is the flight over there uh, about 13 Woo! 12, 13 14 hours something Woo! like that Woo! yeah that's a, that's a grip that's a grip dog one way I'm, 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 I can take those now I don't I can eat those those aren't yeah. that bad yeah you know why because I, I it's the one time like a long flight like that it's like the one time I can like sit down and just play video games and not feel wild <laughs> about it yeah, yeah. right because if I'm in the house you know you're like damn I need to yeah <laughs> be doing something with my life I could be getting my life together right now right. put these down but, now that's a good point but, that's my favorite thing about long flights. I'm just, I could actually relax yeah. and enjoy myself and don't feel guilty. Nah, that's about, dope. What, what about the flight to China? Is it the same or? It's about the same, yeah. Okay. It's a different direction, but it's the same. With China, we was flying over Antarctica. So we was going over the top of the. Damn. We was going over the top of the flat Earth dome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going straight, straight. It's a straight flight if you listen to Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Take like 30 minutes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we went around the dome, came back through the ice wall. <laughs> uh, do you ever have you ever gotten in, into any acting, or do you just like want to keep it as, as straight up stand up? I did uh, Michael Che's show that day, Michael Che, yeah, HBO Max. So I was on uh, the most recent season of that, so that was dope. I don't really act, but only because I don't like auditioning. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's just like it's, I feel. It, it's such a demeaning process mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's like for some shit I don't even want to do like that you know mm-hmm. what I mean they be like act Jamaican you're like I don't want to act Jamaican bro <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of no's it's it's a lot of asking you to do some shit that, that 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 they didn't they it's not even you it's they don't really want it like they see you do it and they be like i didn't even want that shit but it feel personal because i did it you know what i'm saying so like if you try to jamaica accent and then they like we not gonna use a jamaica accent it's like well nigga right, you rejected right. me like, that wasn't authentic yeah. <laughs> so how do we act you act jamaican yeah. Oh, uh, see, uh, the, the, that's a track. That's no, a trick question. Around. But see, I mean, that's also like the issue. They'll be like, act Jamaican. You'd be like, well, what does that mean? And right. Like, oh, just, 
you're, you're making it up. Right. <laughs> you know, you're the actor. You're like, I don't want, I don't want to participate. In this. Right. And then the commercial comes out and they'll be like, do you have AIDS? And then he's yeah. like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What? I thought what this was a chicken commercial. What the fuck happened? <laughs> nah, it's. going to do any of these things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think act Jamaican is the same as uh, black it up. Everybody know it. Yeah. You know what it means. It's offensive. <laughs> right. You trying to trick us into selling you what it means, but you know what it means. Something offensive. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so I, I do like acting. Like for Chase show, I didn't have to audition or anything. Right. He was just like, you know, he wrote me in. He's like, come through. And then, you know, that was cool. Like when you do it, you're like, yeah, I'll have to audition. Yeah. You, show up, you don't really have acting experience. Like, I don't really know what you do, guys. Is it? Not, but see, that's the good thing. When they write it for you, it's so much easier because, like, they got you in mind already. So you can even kind of play with the role, you know, like, get the gist of the line. One of the things I was in, I actually wrote it. So that was even better. Let me write it, and then I got to be in it. So it was, like, super duper dope. And then the other one, Rosebud wrote it. Rosebud uh, from SNL, Rosebud Baker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So both of them was fucking excellent sketches. Like, I had just got home. I had just got back to New York maybe, like, a month. So they had they had actually already shot like the good a good majority of the show already and then i landed he brought me in the writer's room like oh, two right. weeks later he had me on set so i was like fuck that and then yeah. you know i was spoiled i was like all right being back home gonna be a breeze baby right <laughs> it's hard to go back to like all right we need you to audition again for what no nah, write me in <laughs> I was like, i'm in here baby right walk walking walking past all the people in the audition room and shit now nah, i got my part excuse me brother good luck good luck to y'all today good luck pardon me, pardon me. Where, the, where the book actors go yeah where the people who already been booked good luck jamaican in it up over there you know what i'm saying i ain't got to do that he likes it jamaican yeah. so make sure when you go in there <laughs> Really making it up. You, you get your accent right, but I want to practice. Oh, <laughs> uh, now you said earlier when you was traveling, it was like your wife, your ex wife was was there, and then you would you would do comedy. Was that like uh, was it tough to be like the the plus one? You know, where it's like I'm going to this country, but it's really I'm going as like yo plus one, not for me. You know. Right. I mean, we was all going together. It's not, you know, it wasn't like she lived there and then I flew out there to meet her. Like, right. We, you know, we was married in Brooklyn. We met in Brooklyn. We was from Brooklyn. We had the kids. We had the two girls at the time. And then, you know, it was like New York. We was in, I was 30 at the time. So it was like, you know, like she got the opportunity to teach out there. She's just like her friend put on was like, you know, teach abroad type shit. She was like, you want to do it? I was like, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Right. I was working for the city at the time. And she was working, you know, she was a teacher for the city. So we wasn't really, you know, we had benefits and shit. We wasn't really seeing no money. You know, right. plus we had the kids. We was in a, a her mom's, a, the apartment attached to her mom's house. So it was like a two-bedroom. Mm. There's four of us in there. So they was offering housing. They was offering cash. They was offering, Jeez. you know, a lot of shit. Right. So I wasn't, living there it didn't high. feel like, it didn't feel like a plus one because... Right. We were both benefiting. Plus, I was, like, homeschooling the girls and stuff. So I had okay. to, like, take care of that type of stuff. And I was doing the shows at night. So I didn't. I never felt like a plus one in the UAE. And China right. felt that way because it was, like, I didn't have the liberty right. to do, like, shows. And you know what I mean? Just China's just, be- like, it was the UAE is very welcoming to English speakers. You know okay. what I mean? Like, you get off the plane, there's somebody who can speak English. 
the signs in English. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to find what you need to get with ease. Like, it's not even going to be an issue. In China, like, they treat you getting off the plane speaking English the way we treat a motherfucker getting off the plane speaking <laughs> I've, Chinese. I've heard that. Like, they like, mm -mm, you better learn the language. Yep, yep. Right, like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak that. They, mm -mm. Right, right. They're like, I don't. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. I heard like France is like that. Yeah, there's certain countries where they like, nah, we already got a language player. Right, right. <laughs> and, and you know who I blame? I blame a lot of the GIs and people that don't went over there and then the fucked it up. So now they like, fuck all English speakers. <laughs> well, China's just like fuck everybody. Right, like, exactly. Like they shit. China, it's not just, like, you go to speaking Japanese, they're like, uh huh, I don't know, what? Exactly. Yeah. So, like, they're not, like, they just, they just like that. They're like, this is China. If you want to be in China, right. this is what you gotta do. Could you tell, as a person born and raised in Brooklyn, right? Could you tell the difference in, like, the, the culture that your kids were absorbing being in these other places? What do you mean? Like, so, like, being born and raised in Brooklyn, I feel like you could take it for granted. Like, this is what it is. This is life. But, like, if you're a kid and you're in, like, China, you're in the UAE, then you come back to New York, it feels like you will be getting some different experiences as opposed to just being in one place your whole life. Like, do, or were the kids, like, even old enough to even value that or to, to, to be, for that to rub off on them? Yeah, I mean, they, they were certainly young enough that they don't miss Mm -hmm. uh brooklyn mm -hmm. you know what i mean because they left the oldest my oldest was i think four when we left oh okay okay and then my my middle child who was my youngest at the time she was like three so it wasn't like you know what i mean they weren't right. like they weren't like leaving classmates and nothing crazy like okay that. like Sasha had just my oldest had just finished pre-k like that was the oldest grade that any of my kids had had done at that time so okay. we went over there and then we just started um you know, I was doing the homeschooling and stuff. So they're really under the, uh, understanding that, you know, that's just what childhood looks like. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that that's just kind of what kids do because the UAE has a very, like, they have a lot of kids, mm -hmm. like kids based activities. Does that make sense? Like yeah. you could go to the mall and there's a place you could leave your kids while you shop. Okay. You know what I mean? And then like, you know, you pay a little something, but it's not like, it's not like here where it's like, you paying on your leg and you got to sit with them. It's like yeah. a legit, like you know, leave the kids here, and go get, you know, go shop and right. come back in an hour type, you know. So it was, I like, and there was just more activities for them to do. We we could get like a babysitter for the equivalent of like you know mm. five dollars for the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. just, there was a lot of amenities that went with living there. As an adult, there was a lot of things that I missed mm. um, being there. And it's just, like, one of the main things, especially as an American, is, like, you just learn that mad stuff we eat is just straight illegal in other yes, countries. Yes, like, they was like, we will not sell that shit to our you people. I mean? Because, Word. you know, it's a Muslim country, so you have the expectation that, you know, like, oh. you're not going to get bacon, you're not going to get ham, blah, blah, blah. But then you're looking for, like, Lucky Charms, and they're like, yeah, you can't get that. There's pork in it. Pork and Lucky Charms. Why is there pork and Lucky Charms? What'd you just say? Right. Like, yeah, there's pork and Lucky Charms. Like, what? Okay. Well, America's right. wild as fuck, yeah, bro. We, we don't know what's in our shit. And like, it's, and it's wild too, because it do feel like it'd be unnecessary shit in our shit too. Well, they just be like, man, we got excess bacon, man. Go ahead, throw it in the Lucky Charms. It's, fuck it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you know what <laughs> call it red number 13 and blue number 45 right like damn man what is that even doing in there that's not in no commercial right you know last time i checked there was no pigs in a lucky charm commercial now with 12 percent more pork you know what i'm saying like (laughs) now with three percent more grease yeah what (laughs) like what the fuck man you just blew my mind damn right oh and it it would be like you know it would just be weird stuff um that you see you know that you just can't get you know i drink a lot i'm from new york so that was that was an adjustment yeah um, but you know i mean you you get used to it you can go to the beach and you know there's, there's definitely benefits i do love that place i love that country it's my favorite, second favorite city after okay New York, probably. yeah i feel like i mean you kind of have to it seemed like you would have a healthier lifestyle by necessity just being over there and shit so if they won't let you out of lucky charms and no alcohol and shit like you you probably was in the best shape <laughs> of your right, life all fit and shit <laughs> <laughs> One of the issues out there is that because it's so hot out there, you end yeah. up driving everywhere. Uh, so you can't really like walk. Mm. And like, so you do get like a little stagnant because the culture is very much like drive somewhere, sit down to eat, drive right. somewhere else, sit down to eat, drive to somebody's house, they got food. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, like, New York is so a walk kind of city. like you do. Like when, you, when I look at pictures of myself in, over there, I wasn't fat. <laughs> right. I was like, whoa. Like, yeah, okay. it's noticeably different. <laughs> you want, do, do they smoke a lot over there? Cause I always see that stereotype in all the like media from <laughs> Middle Eastern countries. Everybody smokes cigarettes a lot yeah you could smoke cigarettes and then they had the shisha mm-hmm. the hookah so they smoked that and then they had this thing called medwak which was like a an ancient arabic tobacco it has this long wooden pipe and you just kind of scoop it it was just like extra strong tobacco mm. so yeah i mean there was smoking but it wasn't like indoor smoking though okay like that wasn't really something you saw. Um, I mean, it depends on where you was at, also though. Like mm-hmm. you in like a nightclub, you probably smoking there. So I mean, yeah, smoking was a thing, but I yeah. mean, overall, I mean, overall, I did feel healthier living out there. But it was just you, like you do, like I said, you do, like you have like all you can drink brunches and stuff. So there was, oh <laughs> man, oh, I bet you that was there, nice. so. what, what, did, what what was your favorite thing to eat from there that you couldn't that you can't get in the states? Oh, uh, it was probably the shawarmas. They got, mm. they had these shawarmas at the Dubai bus station, which was, uh, that's how I got, cause I lived in a city called Alain, which was in Abu Dhabi. So late night shows, if I, you know, if yeah. I got there in time, I would just take a bus back. It was like 20 dirhams, which was like three, four dollars. Mm. You know what I mean? So it just bounced across. And while we was there, we usually be after the show, a little drunk. And then you just get these shawarmas that were like maybe five dirham each, maybe a dollar, like a wow. US dollar. So it's just like you would just, load up you know that sounds lit that sounds lit i would i think i would like to live in either of those places just because uh it's got to be safer than america because they don't have mass shootings so like just off tops you know what i'm saying you're doing better just like you could go to the mall you don't even have to worry about coming home like you know i could you know i could deal with not drinking in public if that means i could live you know what i'm saying i'm I'm with it so you sold me i'm about to take a 13 hour flight um, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. That's why I stamped on the. Yeah, listen, I've been in trying to stamp it with both thumbs. Fuck it, it's it's nice out here, dog. Shit. Would you like my handprint? We do Fourth right. of We do Fourth of July in America. Like we gotta have a mass shooting report the next day. Like yeah, it was one in Philly. It was one in St. Louis. It was, I was like, goddamn. Yeah, I'm like, it's not even. We not even talking about the same shooting no more. So I think I feel like all these countries 
is kicking our ass in safety so if look, look. Yeah, i mean they're not even reporting the shootings yeah <laughs> shooting by shooting no more right. we got the shooting report like the weather report now like coming what? up what yeah. coming up shooting on the ones we gonna we got you covered over here at, uh news 11 we got shooting on the, at the one at one o'clock we got you everybody you're like uh, what the fuck is happening if you're going out what in philadelphia make sure you wear a <laughs> If you wait, if you're going out in Philly today, wear a bulletproof vest. It's gonna be uh, it's, we got a forecast of seventy percent chance of mass shooting somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man, living here, dog. I, I, we we turn on the news today. I want to say like the first five minutes was three different mass shootings. Yes, I said, it was. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, I said, damn, bro, can't do nothing. Um, all right, listen, Simeon, we're having a great time, but we want to talk about yeah. the news, okay? Stuff happened right. in the world we want to talk right. about it all right i'm with it some cocaine got found in the white house little glycerin bag <laughs> but it was found in the um it was found in uh the tourist area yeah yeah somebody didn't secure their cocaine you know what i'm saying right you gotta, somebody, somebody dropped that yeah <gasps> yeah you supposed to like put your stuff up I, now the best thing about it is i mean obviously i don't fuck with like right-wing blogs and stuff but they did have some great jokes about how Hunter Biden had came to the White House. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> they had them joke jokes. I did laugh. Okay, I don't agree, but I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, was, they was like, "Yeah, Hunter must have been up in there, or whatever." But uh, now nah, they said, like, uh, in the visitor section, they found the cocaine. But I, the reaction online kind of was weird to me because, on the one hand, obviously it's not like a huge deal. It's a visitor. Once you know it's a visitor that could have been any fucking body who cares but it was a lot of like it's not a big deal at all to find random cocaine like oh y'all surprised i'm like i'm a little surprised yeah to find random cocaine in the white house i'm a little surprised maybe i'm just lived a sheltered life you know what i'm saying (laughs) but i do feel like if i'm visiting the white house that might be the day that you know i'm saying i make sure my cocaine is secured or whatever but it's different i feel like I feel like the issue is finding such a small amount of cocaine in the White House. That's, that's what's problematic. Like, what bum ass nigga brought this? Yeah, the White House baby. Right. Like, he must have. He must have been like I snorted most got, of it. We got keys in the back. Yeah. <laughs> the CIA like shit. I just picture like the Secret Service dude what coming up. To do with this. I picture the Secret Service dude popping up, coming up like an '80s uh, detective and putting it on his teeth you know <laughs> yeah that's pure cocaine baby that's how the guy dropped it because they was taught they was physically tossing him out from bringing <laughs> little ass bags of cocaine that shit flew out his pocket like right. dandy jeff <laughs> secret service like what are we supposed to do with this little shit with this little bull <laughs> can't get high get with this? Right. you think you're gonna meet the president with this shit get the fuck out of here oh fuck Get your ass out of here! Yeah, right. They caught him doing that, so they had to they had to tell on the cocaine. They was like, "Nah, we just found this." I always wanted to see a sketch of uh the '80s detective that you know back in the day that always did the like rub the cocaine on their gum shit. I want to see a sketch of like that detective, but he does everything like that. You know what I mean? Oh no! <laughs> like that's how he solved crimes. He'd be like, "Oh." Mm. Yeah, that's gasoline. That's unleaded. That's ninety seven. Oh no! Yeah, he got that. Got that from sick. He got that from Sitco on on South Boulevard. The killer is uh the killer's driving a. That's a Honda. He's driving a Honda. That's like, not a Honda. That's a Civic. Yeah, 
yeah mm-hmm. four wheel no two wheel drive that's a front drive uh all wheel drive right <laughs> oh that's oh that's popeyes yeah <laughs> yeah that's the one off mm-hmm, that's the one off central yeah no, no see that's what they want you to think <laughs> they're going that was fried extra hard he had you to wait this is church this is church's fried <laughs> extra hard yes, yes. he had to wait 15 minutes on spicy yeah the killer is the, <laughs> the killer was late to getting back from where his lunch break because he had to wait for this <laughs> i can taste the sugar and the sweet tea i just want to i want i want that character man put on the show michael che hire me let's do this let's go um india Ari is in the news what happened okay she got upset That's... okay she's uh. a little upset with megan the stallion and janelle monet why well you know essence fest was this weekend yes janelle monet okay. performed auntie fest yes auntie fest janelle monet performed and megan the stallion performed mm-hmm. and you know they, they're they're kind of like doing raunchy shows at this moment mm-hmm. you know janelle monet is showing us all her titties i love it i'm I, supported fully i'm here for um I, and of course megan the stallion is always twerking and stuff mm-hmm. and With so knees. yeah i think i actually had a footage of it and and it's like like it's funny because everybody some people got up in arms but like she has a pasty on for janelle monet so it's like you didn't really see no titties you can see that on instagram maybe i calm down but uh so they had like a little twerk off janelle monet is overseeing a twerk off and called hot girl boot camp Come on through. Uh, this is of course I Megan. So I mean, just typical twerking show. This is the boob one that's going on, going viral. So she has a pasty on um a lot of people were quote tweeting it i saw one dude quote tweeting and say like this is how you spot like a loser or some shit like that i was like are you calling janelle monet a loser for showing you some titties you ungrateful motherfucker but you better (laughs) and you better get out of here and i'm not even gonna lie that album is fucking flames yeah (laughs) oh my god that album goes i live my whole life wanting to see booze for no reason and y'all these people trying to ruin it for me come on fellas anyway our girl uh 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 indiari said she went on her instagram because she didn't she wasn't with this she said um the issue is what is context humanity does everything but does everything belong in the stage no is everything for kids no is everything for everybody so when we as a culture make something like this mainstream it shows a lack of discernment uh, discretion and discernment um just as many folks had a right to want our mainstream international export out music to show us in a respectful light i'd like to go on record saying this won't age well and that's my issue i love janelle and meg and the way i love us all and i don't like this moment don't bother debating me lol i don't care and i do this for 25 years i've done this so read ponder or don't so she she's not a fan no uh, I mean, I mean, if we really going to talk about it, you go back far enough in any black culture, 
and there's some ass shaking going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's yes, true. It is. That is true. The African huts, you go back mm. to Jamaica, you go back to, you know, Grenada, South America even. You go back to non-Western cultures. Right. And there's some ass shaking, and there's kids at those festivals. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so. I think, um, I don't know. I don't think, I mean, the issue is, like she said, the issue with context. So, yeah, in the context of a Western society with, you know, European beauty standards, yeah, maybe, maybe a bunch of people shaking ass on stage is inappropriate. Right? Right. But you can't say that that's a black issue because black people, and not even just black people, everybody who not white right been shaking ass yeah in front of the kids it's also even though the dawn of time even the white pop stars be out there shaking ass lady gaga be shaking ass like it's i think it's interesting because like when it's black yeah when it's black for us it always ends up being like this representation representation thing of like damn you messing it up for the for the black people i'm like I mean, right. if if somebody races enough to not give me an opportunity because Megan The Stallion was shaking her ass, I don't think Megan The Stallion not shaking her ass is gonna make them not racist. You know what I mean? Like, right? That right. that kind of person that's affected in a way of like all black people are like blank. That kind of person is already over for them. So I, I don't care about. And- pleasing them and also it's very frustrating right. when you hear these arguments and debates because it's controlling the black woman's body and people mm-hmm. don't want to actually break it down right. to something that simple if you choose not to do that that's your right and that's your, like 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 nobody is saying you have to do these things you know what i'm saying nobody mm-hmm. is asking or begging or pleading for you to do these things these are things that they choose to do out of just that option and that choice and so you're basically coming and wanting to control them right but you're hiding quote unquote behind the respectability piece of it like you're doing them a favor like you like like uh y'all been saying like people have been shaking ass for years people have been twerking for decades you know you have a whole generation that that, that was bought up on luke but yet this is supposed to be brand new it's not and my and my thing is this that's a funny you at fucking auntie fest so you know what was there a fucking whole bunch of black ass women all shaking their asses watching other women shake their asses yeah that's that is the other angle is that it's they had a little little sauvignon blanc Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> Women came just to shake their asses. Yeah, I came for that purpose. Like it's it's weird because if you can't if yes. you can't do it at Essence Fest, that means you can't do it nowhere. Nope. Right? Because right. like that is the one place where it's like black women for black right. women. We just having right. fun. It's not even about dudes right now. Mm-hmm. Like we right. want to do this, right. and it, she's it, like, it, nah. Where can black women shake ass? Right. It's yes. Right. Fest. It's not an Essence Fest. That's what I would get on stage and say. Then where? I grab the mic then from where? I grab the mic from India Ari and get on stage and say that. If we can't shake ass and ass is fest, then what are we even doing? Like just, she came out there like not not in front of my ass is fest. Yeah. Ma'am, ma'am, go somewhere and sit down. Yeah, don't go then. You know right, what I'm saying? That's my thing, don't go. At India Ari house. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> you don't want people all up in the videos talking about I'm not my hair. <laughs> but i if mean i was watch butt cheek clap come will, on s is fist here's what i will say for her though and i think this is true you know i try to be a bit forgiving of our like older like black folks in the culture um i get it 
you know what i'm saying like i like i know black people like this you know we all got moms aunts somebody that's like a little like oh they gotta shake their ass uh, right in front of the you know the screen like that and it's like i get it this, you it's a different you a different style different right. person you got some respectability hang-ups and shit if you don't want to do it don't shake your ass that's my point no, <laughs> you nobody asked you to it, like that's the rule <laughs> one issue is that like sometimes like like when you have kids like you know what i mean and you see like younger people shaking ass like that's what you're thinking you're not like you know what i mean like right I see, like a 40 year old woman shaking their ass i'm not really you know it's not yeah. a problem right when you see like a 20 year old woman you're like oh all right you start lady. thinking about yeah yeah Snoop, dog you know my favorite person who did that my favorite person who tried to pull that shit was snoop dog right snoop dog no, tried to pull the doggy style you had women all right. leeches leashes on right. their leg right he tried right. to pull the like, like I, feel, I feel bad i feel bad watching ice spice videos like i feel like that's inappropriate mm, sometimes mm. <laughs> like it i'm is, not gonna say nothing it is not interesting stop, it is interesting like, as a as a old, getting older it is interesting because uh somebody like ice spice uh chloe bailey or somebody like that mm-hmm. they're right. they're attractive i get why people are all about that right but there's a thing in my mind it's like nah i can't be that's that. a child yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah in your mind yes i caught myself on the show man somebody corrected me in the chat because we were talking about bill clinton and monica Lewinsky, and i was like yeah man she was just a girl it was like no she wasn't she was 21 i'm like oh y'all don't know i'm 44 now that's a girl to me right yeah that's a a child right right like i don't know what to tell y'all like it's i appreciate you know that they're attractive but it's i can't i can't be the number one stand for for her no more that can't happen i'm not gonna get a poster yes (laughs) they're not gonna be up on the wall like a lot of people had little kim squatting yeah exactly i need to i'll rehang my little kim poster yeah exactly like i'm sticking with beyonce forever okay this is just right that'll be i'll cut off for celebrity crushes crushes has been reached yeah like the new ones that's not for that's us, a whole man. another yeah. generation y'all. whenever i see a nigga my age pulling up like some young chick i'll be like nah bro not not like this Mm-mm. not like this don't go out like this bro <laughs> pull up some old pull up some some somebody uh that we used to l- lust after dog you can't be right. lusting after the new chicks there's no right it's nothing it's make you look old and creepy man that's, that's, that's what applebee's is for exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um national today is national workaholics day july 5th that's not a real thing get out of here corporate <laughs> beat it nobody celebrating this national, do you know how much zero work is getting done this week when holidays fall in the middle of the week zero i feel like july <laughs> yeah a long weekend talking about workaholics day on the day back now it's not i feel i feel like july 4th july 4th should have been national workaholics day like if you was working yeah if you you was working on july 4th you a workaholic july 5th is like national back to work day (laughs) (laughs) like damn i gotta right i gotta come back in this motherfucker again come on man like ain't nobody want to go to work this morning Get out July of here. 5th is you lucky I'm here today. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right. Let's play a game. Uh, play one of our games. We play games here uh, sometimes, Simeon. This should be fun. And right? uh, we'd like you to play a game with us. The first game is going to be called Fucking with Black People. Uh, let me get the music for the game. Boo. Boo. 
iconic binge-worthy drama is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. All right, fucking with black people, we go around the globe, find different articles, make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Um, let's go with this one. Um, police department in Georgia apologizes. Okay. Over image of black man used in target practice. What? Oh, that old chestnut. You know, I feel like it's been a while. That's that's pre George Floyd. <laughs> I was like, that's old school. They took it back. Uh, also, this picture looked like it's from Shaft. Like, where where'd they get <laughs> this nigga from? <laughs> this stock image. got a toboggan. This stock image <laughs> look old as hell. That has some actor. He like you said. He thought he was going. He thought he was going to get that chicken gig, and they was like, "No, right. we go. We you gonna be on." every uh police uh, uh can you thing. can you be more jamaican can you be in a stock photo can you be more jamaican right. i'm not even gonna get this part uh right. now, now look at you you a stock photo right <laughs> right you was out there doing fake jamaican for no reason uh just to I end mean, up on the, the stock photo you know what's funny about this that that's interesting to me because it's mm-hmm. georgia right so yep. it's it's, it's interesting because they issued an apology, right? So it's yeah. like they kind of knew they did something wrong. <laughs> right. So like there is, there is the possibility that they just like found some old ones, like <laughs> yeah. the old regular ones in like the back of the storage room. That was like, I thought you we got I mean? rid of all these. Right. They were like, yo, let's, let's cut down the budget so we can do more <laughs> community outreach for the black community. They How thought- do we do that? They're like, we got all these old targets in the storage room. We could use those instead of ordering new ones. Yeah. So, that's a good idea, man. We yeah, defunded. That, that'll save us some money for outreach. Right. <laughs> this how we gonna defund. Okay. We gonna take it. Right. <laughs> then they came out, they took pictures, they yeah. were showing everybody. They're like, look what we did. 
we saved fifty dollars today shooting these old black sons <laughs> my favorite part about this is that i feel like they they were like the coast is clear you know what i'm saying like they like when george floyd happened they wouldn't put this shit in the back of the shed they was like nah it can't be shooting black targets no more it's getting crazy out here but then they looked around seeing like affirmative action got overturned they was like pull them out boys we back (laughs) (laughs) we back up (laughs) let's go (laughs) right away yeah right away as soon as the shit didn't hesitate (laughs) yeah it was like super bowl shirts (laughs) <laughs> um, like Detroit Lions Super Bowl shirts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want. They said um, the mayor ordered that what? the uh, that the images be removed from social media, and for independent right. firm to investigate the incident. They put them on social media. Yeah, they put them on social media. Yeah. I told you they were trying to do community yeah. outreach. <laughs> it also don't help these pictures on social media are white people shooting the black targets. <laughs> like they don't even look like police officers these are like regular white women just shooting black people. oh no yeah oh man oh. that came out there just just you know just hey here's my 50 dollars whatever i'm on the practice shooting right. you look up and he was like i guess oh man uh, i love i love these internal uh auditors those are all those are awesome yeah who are they yeah (laughs) i always yeah yeah, let me check i always feel like that i always feel like the investigation should be 15 seconds right like it shouldn't be long i should be too much for an investigation like yeah i'm 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 here for the internal investigation were y'all shooting black robber targets yeah that was us we shot them like like the nfl where they they all go under the hood and yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. it should take that long it should take that long really like you go under the hood we show two bud light commercials we come back you like yeah no no foul yeah (laughs) fifteen thousand dollar penalty uh unnecessary racism <laughs> unnecessary racism uh loss of down flag on the play yeah yes. <laughs> unnecessary shooting turn over that's what we need that's yeah. the only thing america will respond to yeah. like football i really think i really think you own the song we need to get rid of the supreme court and get some referees <laughs> <laughs> like oh, clarence thomas is going under the hood to see if it's uh try to we got to see if it's some uh if, the, if this discrimination against gay people or not uh yeah unnecessary uh bigotry uh that's gonna be 15 yards uh <laughs> first down thomas don't be making no calls bro right. <laughs> check his bank account literally um fouling, bro they fouling, bro <laughs> <laughs> he sleep under that tent um diversity training would give more insight as to the reasoning as to why those these those targets are unacceptable and deemed racist said the mayor uh which is funny to me to say like you need diversity training to know why shooting black targets like you didn't even mix it up like you couldn't have got like the assorted you know what i'm saying the neapolitan like give me a mexican give me a black give me a white Let's shoot everybody. Both black. Uh, they all the same. It was a sale. They was like, you hey. know what? It was a sale. It came in a fifty pack. <laughs> bad bullets. 
bad bullet bad bullets and uh beyond is having a sale <laughs> going out of business they got all the black targets 50 percent off hold on hold on fellas <laughs> <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all know these are normally five dollars. They they on sale for a dollar a day. They probably went on sale the day George Floyd video I went said viral. I wasn't gonna get no more black targets. Fat Kid Deals had a sale on. I could, I could help myself. I saw it on Twitter. Fat Kid Deals say you buy one get one free. Man, I had, to, I had to deliver straight to the police department. <laughs> What's more? <laughs> right. The, the, I don't know why it went on sale the day after George Floyd got killed. I don't know why, but they they seventy five percent off. The police department <laughs> Amazon account gonna be lit. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was never our intention to be insensitive, inflammatory, or offensive to anyone. A word. And the department strives to be conscious of how our relationship with our community members has a direct impact on the effectiveness within the community we serve. We don't believe you. All right, let's score it then. Let's rate it, Karen. Zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. What would you give this? This one. Wait, I, how do we rate it? A hundred is the most. A hundred is the most. Zero is the least. But you can go twenty-five, fifty, seventy-five, right. hundred. Okay. And if it's super racist, you can go over a hundred and say Dracaris which means you know you just burn the whole thing down so karen okay. I'll, let, I'll let you go first karen what would you give this i give this one a 75 mm-hmm. only because i know in their hearts they thought they was doing the right thing trying to trying to <laughs> save them budget mm-hmm. so and and they have asked apologized so i don't give it a 75 if it wasn't if if it wasn't for the great wholesale that they got at the sam's club <laughs> okay it might be a hundred can's going 75 all right how about you simeon i'm gonna also go 75 because also the apology also they took pictures which leads me to believe mm. like they put it on social so I, I think i think it was racist but i think there's like plausible deniability there where they, okay you know they're like oh i didn't realize how racist it is so i'm gonna go 75 there's there's room for uh you know for either direction Hopefully okay. that diversity training does its thing. Because <laughs> well, I'm gonna make it universal. I'm gonna go 75 as well. Uh, I agree with y'all. I think the apology is what gets 25% off for me. Uh, cause at least they knew they was wrong for that shit. Um, alright, let's go to our next game. Let's play a little bit of Guess the Race. Yay! Okay. Um, and let me get the guess the race music out and then i'll explain the game uh why why can't i find the guess the race music um oh here we go Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your babies is precious. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Guess the race time. I'm going to read an article. You and Karen guess the race of the people involved. And the uh, chat room plays along and everyone's racist. Just letting you guys know. All right. (laughs) Let's go. Here goes the first one. A 20-year-old mows down a woman in Home Depot parking lot with a forklift he stole from Lowe's. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. A Maryland man was arrested and charged with murder <gasps> after he allegedly mowed down an elderly woman with a stolen forklift in a Home Depot parking lot. Bryce Caleb. Where was it? It's in Maryland. Uh, Maryland. In, in okay. Waldorf. The Lowe's in Waldorf. I don't know if you're familiar. Um, <clears throat> his name is Bryce Caleb Timothy Brown, 20 years old. Uh, he stole the forklift. He rammed it through the rear gates. He drove the forklift into a neighboring Home Depot parking lot and for unknown reasons plowed into a parked car. <gasps> Glorstein Pickney, 73, who had been sleeping in her car, got out after he struck the vehicle and started running away. He pursued her and ran her over with the forklift. Oh no! Then he stole her vehicle and fled. Uh, officers who arrived at the scene in response to a reported burglary at the Lowe's found the forklift in the parking lot with Pinkney underneath it, she was declared dead at the scene. Wow. Right. You make it to 73 and that's how you die on some bullshit. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's already crazy because she's living in a car at 73. This is just yeah. tragic all around. Right? Well, it's a nice I mean, car. Go- it's, I, I feel like she was just taking a nap. You know? Like, I feel like I don't even think right. she lived. I think she just was like, man, I'm tired. Let me catch a few Z's. This motherfucker wakes her up with the goddamn... <laughs> forklift and then she tried to run away at 73 and got ran over by the dude uh police identified him as a suspect found the victim's car parked near his residence later that oh he drove the car and parked at his house uh he was arrested and charged with first degree murder second degree murder assault theft and other related charges don't you know they got cameras so they're gonna follow you yeah yeah this is not this doesn't seem like a well thought out crime like no, he was trying it, to get away with it it was not a well thought out crime all right care guess the race bryce caleb timothy brown i'm going white all uh, right. that's a lot of names all right simeon i'm also i'm gonna agree with white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe bryce caleb timothy brown the third white says devil bitch not the third uh killer cracker white says cypher dumb darky down in waldorf says smart that's one too many names to be a nigga white white man with three names redneck road rage he decided to be the fork in the road white (laughs) uh two four names white white the correct answer is most of you went white i think only one person went black on this right Mm -hmm. uh uh let me pull up my playlist all right the correct answer is and all of you who said white got it wrong he's black Oh, 
else one i demand a recount one person got it right oh he is black i will give miss smart the golf clap good job so uh let's go to the next one so far y'all are oh for one let's see if y'all can pick it up uh a convicted sex offender is facing a video voyeurism charge after he allegedly flew a drone to peer into the bathroom window of a female neighbor <gasps> uh this is happening Jeez. in rhode island a, uh, with a drone yeah you know those drones you can fly like you get them from best buy wow he he, he took the peeping game to the next level he got some technology in on it um wow. what happened to the old school days when you just put a camera on your shoe or some shit i don't this man is <laughs> this man taking took, it to the next level took the technology you revealed a lot about yourself with that one. what happened what happened to putting a, a camera in a bathroom stall in the toilet like uh what was that blue singer that died what happened to those days okay <laughs> we are losing pervert <laughs> recipes what did you just say? <laughs> yeah. What happened to what? What was that? What was what, y'all? Somebody in the chat room knows the 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 blues person I'm talking about. It's like I don't even want to I don't even want to say the wrong name because I it, it's it's so slanderous I don't want to say the wrong. How y'all be like, damn, Otis Redding wasn't shit, you know? I don't want to say that. But all I'm saying is this man is using the technology for the wrong thing. Okay. Um. So his name. Investigators say Stephanie Marola, 32, was preparing to take a shower in her residence when she heard a buzzing sound outside the bathroom window. <gasps> when she went outside to investigate, she spotted the drone hovering near the window. As she approached the drone, it began to fly away. <laughs> it fly away. Oh no! But then it got stuck. It hit a tree branch and fell to the ground. <laughs> Dude, it's- this dude the worst pervert ever uh, <laughs> put it in like a playstation that shit was like Pew. she grabbed the drone and uh uh the, oh no she says then marola then grabbed the drone and dunked it in her pool disabling the electronics oh that's so smart that <gasps> is so because i was like how did he not just fly get his drone out of there she took the shit and put water on it so it can't function so now he can't get away because i was wondering how they found him you know um wow. she lives with a three-year-old daughter she called 911 reported the remote peeping time attempt a subsequent police investigation resulted in the arrest of christopher jones 49 that's who's get, race we're guessing okay uh whose home where he lives with his 72 year old mother <gasps> abuts marola's property where all cops did not reveal how the defendant was linked to the drone they say that he admitted he was the operator uh he uh he was arraigned friday night on felony video voyeurism charge and subsequently released from police custody he is a convicted sex offender but but that his his requirement to register with state officials expired in 2015 okay because i was wondering how it wasn't a one and done go to jail situation all right guess the race care uh mr what was his name christopher jones white all right simeon I'm gonna go with white again, yeah. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Um, I just see, of course he is. I don't even know if that's a race. That's <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> white niggas use drop to drop use drones to drop drugs in jail. That is, oh no, that is what I heard. Um, of course, that's also not a race. Screams, mom, I'm trying to hang in the basement with my friends. White, white. Okay, everybody went white on this one. You all got it correct. Good job. 
that's what he looks like oh no yeah he looked like kevin costner you know a little bit um all right last one you guys are one and one so far all right so let me play the bonus round music what time is it triple the points triple the points Triple the points, trip, trip, triple, triple the race. Points, trip, triple the race. Triple the points, trip, tri- triple the points, trip, triple the points, trip, triple the points, trip, triple the points. All right, last one. A Minnesota man is behind bars following an unprovoked Skittles attack at a restaurant. Um, he threw it at patrons and employees. Skittles? They're like, why am I in it? He wanted y'all to taste the rainbow. Apparently so. <laughs> He threw, he's like, y'all think shit's sweet? And he just threw Skittles <laughs> at everybody in the restaurant. Uh huh. Then he skid, <laughs> 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 he skedaddled on out of there. Um, <laughs> investigators say Tristan Statina, 19, walked into Mankato Eatery Friday afternoon and began throwing Skittles at employees and customers. Woman, a woman identified as victim one in a court file and told police she was hit in the back with a Skittle, which caused a stinging pain. I, I feel like I would feel so dumb calling the police over this. Uh, the police showed up. They know the Skittles all over the ground. A bag of Skittles in the garbage. Uh, a victim one said, I had a heart-shaped tattoo. Said that the, that the dude who did it had a heart-shaped tattoo under his eye and another tattoo on the side of his face. Based on the description. Oh, ta- tattoos on your face. Based on the description provided by the woman, police knew the male to be Tristan Statina. So they was familiar with him. Uh, he had been arrested <laughs> twice in the recent months. Uh, so then they, the teen allegedly pulled away and attempted to break free from the officers when they found him. Um, and they eventually subdued him with three officers. Um, he was charged with misdemeanor assault for alleged Skittles fossilite. I don't even know what that means. He is also, uh, facing misdemeanor disorderly conduct. And he was arrested in May for possession of LSD and 27.92 grams of marijuana wax uh so he has no permanent address uh but they said he resides in an apartment in albert leah uh all right karen guess the race of mr tristan statina i'm going white all right simeon i'm gonna say black just because they called the cops on him for throwing skittles (laughs) (laughs) all right let's check the chat room see what they believe waste waste the rainbow white that's hilarious oh no uh a known white says june he doesn't gentrify candy man big marshawn lunch level black the correct (laughs) that's good (laughs) the correct answer is actually white you got it and i think one person missed it they said black yeah he, yeah, he's easy to spot. Yeah, he. He's a kid, right? He really. I mean, bro, you can't get away with no crimes looking like this. None. Like, no. you like a creative player on like a video game or some shit. Like you, you look yeah, way he too. Like a exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Simeon, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. Thank you. We appreciate nah, you coming thank you through. Thank you for having me, man. This was excellent. Yeah, anytime. We yes. gotta have you back, man. Uh, you fit right in. I'm yes. sure everybody's gonna love you. Um, um, do you tell people where to I find you, you and, and like if you're yeah, doing any yeah, shows, do where any to come, how to shows. how to come see you. I, I um, you can check me out on Instagram at Simdelacreme. Um, if you're in New York on July 26th, I'm doing a doubleheader at Caveat. 
which is 21A Clinton Street in the city. Um, 6.30, 9 p.m., two shows that night. Um, I post everything on the Instagram, Sim de la Creme, so check me out there. I got the Patreon, patreon.com slash Simeon Goodson, which is just old specials, stuff I've filmed before. So you can check that out, too. It's like a dollar a month, so you can subscribe. Give me a dollar and then unsubscribe. That's cool. And, <laughs> yeah, that's it. There you go, man. Thank you so much, bro. We got to do this you. again. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you, and yeah, we'll be sure. back uh, Saturday for our feedback show. Mm-hmm. Until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah.